0: Hi, guys, and welcome back. It's my birthday today, and the Pistons still suck. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm feeling like a major asshat
1: because, Kenny, I was sitting here for the first five minutes. Happy birthday to you, man. Thank you. Thank this you. is a big one. This is a big one. 22. Um, You're in your Jimmy Butler year? No. No, Tayshaun Prince. Tayshaun Prince here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. And congratulations. And is this episode 100 or 101? 101. 101. Penny, 101. You've done 101. Crazy. On your 22nd birthday, you're on a great trajectory. Congratulations you. to you. Thank you.
0: And let's just lead off. What are we doing? 15 years. 15 years of this team sucking ass. And Happy they... birthday. Oh, thank That's you. That's your present. That's my present. 15 years of sucking ass. And I get it. The rebuild is kind of done. The second you didn't get Wemby Scooter, Brandon Miller. I get it. But you are building around four guys who can't shoot the basketball in a league that everybody shoots. You remember the last guy we brought in that couldn't shoot the ball and play defense? You remember this? Do you remember this, Vogel? You remember the name? This will ring a bell to you. Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson. We're going to go out there and move back this rebuild another two or three years. When this really was probably a three-year plan to begin with, now it's turning into five or six years because you just grabbed a guy who – Just played AAU ball for an entire season. How is he going to be able to play the tempo of the NBA? Well, a lot of these guys from college, like you saw how long it took for Cade to get the tempo. You saw how long it took for Ivy to come around. This guy's never going to come around. He hasn't played against pro players literally his entire career. And the pro players he was playing against, he was in high school. wasn't even in college playing against the best players in the world. He was playing against a bunch of plumbers and D3 players. And then Troy Weaver wants to go up to the podium and make a pick on another guy who can't shoot the rock. You're building off four guys that can't shoot in a modern day NBA where everybody snipes it. You could have gone Kobe Buffkin there and I would have been more happy. I said, you can go with anybody other than the Thompson twins and I will sit back and be okay with this draft. But they went out there and they went out and they grabbed the most raw player in this draft. The guy with the most question marks, And clearly it was a reach and they didn't want to trade down, which is beyond me. They had offers. They said last night, there were offers to trade down. You could have got this scrub at 12. You could have got him at 12. You could have traded down and probably still got your guy there. And if they got him at like nine, 10, 11, I would sit here and say nothing today. He's, this guy's not going to pan out. He's a 30% three point shooter in a league full of plumbers he's going to come in the NBA. He's going to shoot 14% from three. He's not going to shoot a good three ball in the NBA. We got Hamidou Diallo and Stanley Johnson. That's what we just did. You know what? Troy Weaver, you've had four years now to show me something. And every time this guy's had to make a big decision in the draft, he's been horrible. He doesn't get Kate Cunningham. He doesn't get Kate Cunningham. We have pitchforks and knives outside of his house today. I'm telling you, this is terrible. First year, he had to make tough decisions. He goes with Killian Hayes, with his first pick as GM. He goes out against Sadiq Bay, which he flips for James Wiseman, probably the lowest IQ basketball player I have watched in my entire life. And he got Isaiah Stewart, who's a role player. That's his first draft. He had to make three tough decisions. They were all terrible picks. Actually, it's a, pick. a good pick. Time out, time out, time out. He gets Kate Cunningham because he wins the lottery. Who's never healthy to begin with. Hopefully, you know, this guy's healthy the rest of his career and we're not talking about his injuries ever again, but the guys missed half his games in his career so far. Say what you want about Kate. He has not been healthy. And then I, i I mean, that was softball thrown right down the middle. Kenny, Spring Kenny, let me run. stop you there.
1: Let me stop you right here, okay? Let me stop you right here. I want to first state off, as a Pistons fan, I, I am hearing what you're saying. I'm hearing your frustration, and I am empathizing with each and every word. I feel you. As a consumer of basketball, let's slow this down and break this down Bit by bit, before we go and say, before we go on out and make outlandish comments like Asar Asar Thompson will never come around, he won't. To say that we needed exclusively shooting from this draft is that a do we exclusively need shooting from this? He draft? needed a
0: three point shooter that can defend the perimeter, and you had two options there. You could have done. You want to hear my two options? Jerris Walker, Grady, Kenny. Dick. Shooting is shooting is the most
1: common commodity in this modern NBA. We, during this offseason, can acquire 3 and D players. We can. that that There's a plethora of that. There's not a plethora so you're, you're not, of raw I'm, I'm stopping. Grant, 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 I'm stopping and, right uh, now. So I hear you. I, I, I was let down and it wasn't Cam Whitmore. But actually, thank God it wasn't him. He slid to 20. There must have been something Troy Weaver knew and the rest of the DMs knew that we did not. And to address the Cade Cunningham situation, he was not a unanimous number one pick. Jalen Green was potential to go over him at the number one spot. And I am more than glad, even though Cade Cunningham's been hurt, that we have Cade Cunningham
0: over Jalen Green. I agree with you, and I'm not saying it's the wrong pick. What I'm saying here is he hasn't been healthy, he hasn't shown he's been healthy, and you're building around a player right now who's not healthy, ever, ever. Say what you want. He's phenomenal when he's playing, and I love him. And I really, really, really hope this works out for him. But the inability to put anything around the sky is, is beyond me. You have four individu- you have three individually talented players that are never going to be able to play together because there's zero spacing here. And, and you didn't need another guard, Grant. You didn't need another guard. I agree. I don't think you needed another guard, and you got two. And you got yeah. two. So so in this draft you went out there you have like a team of 15 forward 15 centers and like 15 guards it feels like feels like you have no wings on this entire roster this is the dumbest assembled roster I have no, ever seen. That no, no, timeout. I've Frank. seen
1: Piston teams of past dumber than this, Kenny. Grant, I, seen haven't. Piston, I haven't. Seen, I've seen teams, this team might win less games than those teams, but this team, you can't argue there is a potential when you look at the roster top to bottom. We're not plugging in Sasser and Thompson as starters. I think this is already unanimously known as well. That we weren't drafting, who to, we took at five was not going to be a starting player off right off rip. We knew this. So in the case that we take players that, of course, are going to be as dreadful it is to hear a part of the developmental process, we just got to still – we're not there yet. We're not there yet. It, it kind of felt like Wemby or bust. That's what it felt like. Even to see Brandon Miller go at two – not crazy about it. You were just saying he was the biggest bust, probably gonna be in this track. Wouldn't you rather have Asar Thompson and Sasser over Brandon Miller?
0: No. I don't know what that you can't win with you then. I can't win with you. Those there were three guys on my list that I said you don't touch. It was the Thompson twins and Brandon Miller. And Brandon Miller will either be KD or the guy will be a bump. And there will be zero in between with him. But Brandon Miller's ceiling is twice as high as Eamon and Sar. He averaged 14 points per game in a league full of plumbers. I'm concerned about them
1: being 21 a little bit. They were playing in a league of 17 to 20 year olds, but also at the same time, Troy Weaver, get my Detroit general managers mixed up. Troy Weaver had a great quote. He said, Halle Berry's going to be attractive wherever you see her, whether you see her at the church or at the grocery store. Talent is talent. I'm a little worried about. There was a uh, breakdowns on Twitter. I forgot I wish I could credit who did it, but was talking about Asar's attacking decision making when like recognizing matchups. I think the pace, their tempo, they're fast. I'm gonna quit talking about them as an Amen and Assar. Forget Amen, he's not on our team. I'm only talking about Asar from now on, so correct me if I start talking about the both of them. Asar Thompson is fast. I think he is quick paced. I just hope he's able to play at the level of, like you're saying, this is not overtime elite league anymore. This is the NBA. And Troy Weaver, I wish he had done more. Or I wish he had done something differently. But I also, I can't, Jay Nivey, I think was a unanimous pick at five last year. But Jalen Duran, I was asking, who is this? I, I didn't watch him play at Memphis. I didn't see that. I didn't see the potential. So let's just break it down bit by bit before we're completely casting away the potential of Asar Thompson. And I think Sasser is going to be great too. I think potentially has a great, to be great as a rotational player. These guys, I don't think, are starters, no.
0: They're terrible.
1: They're, They're not carrying absolutely
0: terrible. terrible. This team, this this is absolutely terrible. Let me read you this roster as it is right now. Because realistically speaking, this is what it's going to be. Your starting lineup will not this team will not win 25 games next year. They won't. That's, but I, that's not breaking news, Kenny. That's this, not a hot take. This, this, this team is still gonna be bad. I'm not this no time. Timeout. And now you've put yourself in a situation where you have guys like Kyle Kuzma, Jeremy Grant asking for 30 million dollars a year. So now you're which is nuts. So now you're stuck in a market where you're gonna be screwed paying for a guy who's not worth being paid. Even Cam Johnson, I don't want to pay
1: Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson's gonna be 30 mil. I don't want to pay him. I'd rather just maybe be trash. I don't even know, Kenny. I don't know what it's it's a dead end. It's a dead end. It's a dead end. I agree. It's a dead end. So what you do when it's a dead end? You rebuild through the draft. You take a chance on guys. And I think that's what they're doing.
0: So they're going to see. So, okay, Grant. You so see, three your plan. we
1: know Killian might be gone halfway through the season, potentially, if these are your other guards. I, I think it's Grant. it's a slow and dreadful process. How does this is a three-year plan go to six? This, is, this, 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 this did not go to a six-year plan based off last night. This did not no change. Okay. They're, no. No,
0: they're going nowhere, Grant. They're an eight seed in the future. They're You can, acquire scoring,
1: you they're can acquire scoring. I mean, they're the Atlanta
0: Hawks. They're the Atlanta Hawks. They're the Dallas Mavericks. That's what they're building right now. They're the New York Knicks. They're not building anything that has any substance to win a fight. All those teams except the Mavericks are in the playoffs. I'll take that better That's what I'm saying. They're, set, they're building for a first-round exit every year. They're not building for titles here. They're not building for it at all. They're literally building the suck. And be mediocre again, but now you have younger pieces to be mediocre with, right? I've watched I've watched this team go coach the coach. I've watched them go from Michael Curry to John Kuster to Stan Van Gundy to fucking Dwayne Casey. I've watched all of this. I've watched them go Joe Dumars. I've watched them try this Troy Weaver rebuild experiment. I've watched our degenerate owner throw player, throw money at players like Josh Smith, Charlie Villanueva. But I watched him throw money at Blake Griffin. I watched him throw money at Andre Drummond. I watched him throw money at, uh, at Josh Smith and Brandon Jody, Meeks. Uh, Jody Meeks, John Luehr. I've seen it all. I've seen literally all of this. And I, it's just the same. This is the same old shit. Until our degenerate owner sells this team, they're going to be garbage. They're going to be garbage. They can do whatever they want this offseason. Nobody on this roster has any trade value, and the free agents suck. The only guys that have trade value are Dern, Kate, and Ivy. And unfortunately, you don't trade – well, not unfortunately. Fortunately, you don't trade those guys. So now, who are you looking at? Boyan. Now, if Boyan was worth something, he would have been moved yesterday. Yep. If Stu was worth something, he would have been moved yesterday, or, Stu would, or Stu's a long-term piece. My problem here is you have nothing to trade – You have to overpay for a $30 million bum-ass free agent. We've hit a dead end. We're going nowhere. This team's going to
1: suck And and your answer, I love it. Sell the team. You might be the first. You might want to capitalize on this. Sell the team, Tom Gores, Kenny, because who knows? People might start
0: riding on the coattails of what you started right there. Tom Gores is the losingest owner in the NBA since he's taken over. He has no playoff wins and two eight-seat appearances where he got swept and you know, Cleveland series is low competitive. They still got swept. They've done nothing. They've they've tanked. They've signed stupid ass free agents. They've done everything with this terrible owner. They 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 paid Casey a ton of money, and they just overpaid for a coach. Which I really hope this works for Monty Williams. I really do. And I'm not rooting against him, but the roster they're putting behind him is destined to fail with him. So they just overpaid for a coach with a terrible roster and a terrible plan going forward. This team is gonna suck. Until this guy sells, and, and I'll, I'll say to
1: continue more even on the draft, just because I think it needs to be addressed. Do you think Sasser would have been available at 31? Because no. he gave no, up, no, no, a- no, no. no. Okay. I actually
0: really like Marcus. So Sasser. then, credit, so credit, you got to give some credit where credit is due. Kevin. No, you don't, because you didn't need another guard in here. You drafted two guards with a team with no
1: way, Kenny, needs. to be drafting at positional needs at, at around pick 30. That's not that's not how successful teams do it. You take who's available and you take who's the best there. You and if they thought Sasser was the best, and you agree that was the smart move, if you want Sasser, then you made the right pick. I can see you can cont- I see the contention of Asara at pick five, but if we close that and look at Sasser at twenty five as our as is, that's a great that's a nice value pick. That's a nice value pick. Okay. And you know what? I think you could, uh, we could be other organizations. I think there's a couple organizations that picked worse. I think I was shocked to see Anthony Black go at six to Orlando. Talk about have too many guards. Orlando has got a thousand guards. You know,
0: Jet Howard. At least we're not Charlotte, but we're just as bad as Charlotte in the last 10 years, 15 years. I mean, golly. I mean, you don't have Michael Jordan. So that sucks. I'm just, I'm looking at this and we've hit a dead end because now you've, you've built a roster where you're overpaying for free agents that suck. I mean, Kyle Kuzma's just another Josh Smith story. Yeah. I, for $30 million, he's another, for for 15 mil, I would take him. For 20 mil, I'd take him. For 30 mil, I'd tell him, here's the door. Get the fuck out of my office. For
1: six six years ago, if you told me that six years from now that, I'd be arguably wanting Tobias Harris back. I think not I'd be surprised. The price tag they're asking though. Who, who, who shocked you in the draft?
0: Did I know what shocked you? Me? Charlotte.
1: How and do you Brandon Miller at, two? at
0: two? Yeah. Can I tell you something about Scoot? This is my take. My, this is hot. You want to hear my hottest take about this draft? What? Wemby's what? body's not going to hold up long-term. We've seen it with Chet. We've seen it with Chris Stapps. It happens to everybody built like him. Scoots can be the best player in this draft. I think Scoots, we're looking at him being like this future all-time great guard. Everything, the film I've seen from him from the age of 17 years old, where he reclassified to play with the Ignite. And in his first two games, he dropped 40-plus points against guys who have played like in the NBA level. He's a 17-year-old kid playing against 32, 33-year-old NBA players, right? And he was dropping them off. This guy is going to take the league by storm. We're looking at a future d I think he's the favorite offensive. for rookie of the year, or should be. I think it's
1: probably still when,
0: be, when healthy. But yeah, I like Scoop for rookie of the I year. I love Scoop. I love Scoop. And he's guaranteed to be a superstar because Charlotte passed up. And yeah, everyone they pass on is going to be good in this league. Yup. So I, I they I shocked me. You. They shocked me there. I think we're going to look at Brandon Miller like the Marvin Bagley pick, like the Darko pick. Like, but no, talking. I don't, I think that
1: Marvin, it,
0: it, it's a, bad, it's a, a terrible a,
1: because I think he is raw enough defensively and he has a scoring play set for the league, for the NBA. I think it's a matter of, he cares about basketball and looking at years past, that's who pans out Penny for the most part, who cares about basketball and who does not care about basketball. I think about Ben Simmons being the number 1 overall pick. I think about how Markel Fultz also a no, number 1 overall pick. We're going to be talking Start about Brandon Miller same conversation. We're going to talk it off bad. But then came around because Markel Fultz obviously still cares about basketball and he's kind of contributing in Orlando. So I've seen these videos from Asar and Amen. So I just mentioned Amen again and I apologize. I've seen the videos from Asar. He cares about basketball. He knows basketball. He loves basketball. And I will take that. That is a great sign. If you care for this game, you'll probably try it hard for this game. Do I think it's a system match? Does anyone? Does any, is anyone like, ah, the missing piece, the perfect plug? No. I wonder if Troy Weavers, I'm sure he has an awareness of that. That, okay, this was a move, but not the move. I'm hoping he can make something out of nothing even if it is moving Boyan or a borderline cornerstone piece like Isaiah Stewart, but something's got to happen. Something's
0: going to happen now because people are losing interest and in fast. The honeymoon phase is clearly over after last night. A lot of fans, my, my buddy was at the event at LCA and everybody was silent when they made the pick. Is what I heard. So people are fed up. Like people are done. I think that, We've been the worst team in the league the last three seasons. They played the sock and they deserve all of this. They've sucked for 15 straight years. The league shouldn't reward you with Wemby. Why? Why should we be rewarded for sucking ass for 15 years? Well,
1: Kenny, this is obviously karma to you. This is something that you must have done because it's your birthday. And this is the present that you got. So thanks a lot to you for whatever BS you must be doing.
0: Terrible. I'm so done with this team. And I was starting to really lose interest in the NBA in terms of like the product's just terrible now in terms of like, I was not really watching after Cade went down. You can't go down, back down without a foul right now. They run up the scores as 121-30 because all they're doing is living like 50 shots at the line. Like these 70-point games, they're shooting 35 free throws in the game. The NBA, the playoffs were officiated, I think, well. Eh, it wasn't. The the finals was officiated well. But this is what I'll say. I'm really starting to lose interest in the league. And the only thing that was keeping me somewhat around with the NBA was hoping the Pistons would pan out. But last night, I've thrown the towel. I'm done with the NBA. I'm done with the Pistons. I'm done no, with that. Absolutely. I'm done with okay. it all. I've lost complete interest last night. You know, I should have thrown the towel with the Lions years ago, and I didn't. But I've thrown the towel with the NBA. The league's terrible. The team's terrible. Weren't you
1: rewarded, Kenny? Didn't you just that right there? Aren't you being – you rewarded yourself. You didn't throw the towel with the Lions and look where we are, or we're about to be. And that's all we have is hope, Kenny. Because we don't fucking win around here.
0: We don't win around here. If the Lions somehow don't pan out this year, I do not know what I'm going to say. But at least we have Jameer Gibbs. That's all I'm gonna say. At least we have Jameer Gibbs in Alliance uniform. We got one good rookie here. Have you seen this? He's he's taking fifty fifty uh receiver running back reps in camp. They're gonna use him like the Caffrey.
1: Why anyone I don't understand. I think why won't all running why would all leagues I mean all teams do that with the running back? If you have a guy who can at least catch out of the backfield, put him on the line sometimes. And so he doesn't you know, if he has any set of hands.
0: Jameer Gibbs is going to win Rookie of the Year for offense. At least we have the Rookie of the Year on offense in our city. Take right now. I like that one. We sure as hell don't have fucking Rookie of the Year in Detroit right now for basketball or the Tigers. Look, we have the worst ownership in all sports. This city is terrible with owners. At least we don't have Fisher in Oakland. I mean, he's the worst owner in the history of sports, but...
1: No, he's not worse than what's his name? Washington Chris. Nationals. I mean... Uh commander's
0: art no, I think he's worse. But I just well, why am I blanking on his name?
1: Commander's owner. Oh, what's his name?
0: He is Ah. notoriously the worst command I mean owner in sports. You know the A's have never given a contract more than 60 or 66 million dollars.
1: Oh, Dan Snyder.
0: You said what's that? You know, Oakland's never given a contract bigger than 60 or $66 million in franchise history. I think he's worse. I know, and everyone sucked off Billy Bean
1: for that movie Moneyball, which was a great movie. But honestly, they just painted their cheap asses in a positive light. Maybe they should do that for the Tigers, except they don't win anything. Just make a movie about how the Illiches are cheap, and then um, we ended up barely winning 60 games.
0: I'm going to propose this question for you. Who's the worst owner right now, Chris Illich or Tom Gores?
1: Uh, I I think it, Tom Gores just – oh, they it's kind of weird. I was going to go with – this is kind of perplexing, okay, because I'm thinking about the Tigers, obviously, with Chris Illich. Mm-hmm. Then I'm thinking Tom Gores with the Pistons. And I'm thinking, well, Tom Gores got a new stadium built, LCA, but – that was also conjoined with the Red Wings, who is owned by Chris Illich. Because I'm thinking the state of Comerica Park and how bad that team has been. But then almost you got to lean back before uh, Sheila Hamp. Uh, the Fords have been the worst. She's finally now just getting some positive recognition. So. It's a toss-up, Kenny. I think put all four all three names in a hat and just just mix it all up and stick your hand in it, and whoever it is, that's who it is that day.
0: I still think it goes Illage is the worst. Then I'm gonna go gores, and then I'm gonna go with Sheila as the best. But I mean the gap between Gores and Ilage is minuscule right now. I mean, the Tigers might actually be a little competitive next year if they get healthy and they stay healthy with a healthy green, a healthy school ball, healthy eyes. I mean, off season where I think they'll spend a little bit on free agents. They could be a little interesting if, if, if puts his money where his mouth is. But I mean, it just seems like everything that Gorse has done, every move he's touched has gone to shit. He's done nothing right since he's come here. Kenny, have some faith?
1: Because you know why this is motor up sports and your broadcast is wide and it it varies it reaches many
0: horrible night last night thanks grant for hopping on thank you for having me i'll see you guys on monday recapping the weekend hopefully the tigers can get one and a half back out of first because they're uh they got a four, three game series against the twins let's pull close to that division see you guys so tigers go wins see
1: you see you